0: It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello. Hello and good morning. Hello. Good morning to you, or maybe not morning wherever you are.
1: <laughs> well into the day for me. Um, have you uh, got any activities done today? I know you'd like to get a few things done quite early in the morning
0: i've just done my uh walking meditation this morning that's as much as i've done
1: wow do you know what i have to be honest with you walking meditations i struggle sometimes to do unless they're on the beach Mm -hmm. so unless unless i'm by a beach i i I don't remember the last time i did a walking meditation that wasn't sort of as part part of an event um that i didn't do on the beach well I, i don't actually I'm in the UK, I, don't
0: live I have a confession people. for you. I just do it in the chair sometimes. I just like it enough that I just do it as a regular meditation. Oh. So, yes, I have done it by myself uh, at my husband's family farm. So I've got a <laughs> private place to walk. But my favorite way is just in the chair pretending I'm walking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all about what gets you there, right? Yes, absolutely. Excellent. Well, um, it's my pleasure to have you on Do It With Dan for this episode. I'm very, very, very excited to uh, to share with listeners some of the tools and just amazing advice and experience you've got to share. Um, why don't I mean, you and I've already obviously had an initial chat and realised that we've definitely met at least once before. Yes, um, perhaps we shared a hug <laughs> post meditative bliss. Why don't you uh, take a few uh, a few moments and just uh, just let people know who you are and what you're about?
0: Okay, Dan. Well, my name is Ruthie Cohen Joiner, and my background is as a registered dietitian. But in 2009, I found EFT or Emotional Freedom Techniques, otherwise known as tapping, yep. on Dr. Mercola's website. And I downloaded the free mini manual and started playing with tapping and thought, well, this is really interesting, but that was about it for then. And mm-hmm. then in 2011, I found the tapping world summit and I got hooked and I thought yeah. I have got to This is amazing. This is just life changing and et cetera, et cetera. So I found a trainer And trained in January 2012 and became certified as an EFT practitioner in 2013. Yeah. And specifically, did some more training on EFT for emotional eating because
1: emotional eating.
0: Emotional eating, yes. Because of my own personal journey, my personal story with emotional eating, which I'll share a little bit with you, but um, that I found someone to work with on that. And then I trained in matrix re-imprinting, which is an offshoot of EFT that I absolutely love.
1: Matrix and re-imprinting?
0: Matrix re-imprinting, yes. It's
1: okay.
0: um, where you go into the past as if it were a play. So the now you goes and works with the younger you as if she's there, he's there, right there with you.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's okay. really
0: fun. Okay. Okay. And then a yeah. an, uh, part of matrix reimprinting is future reimprinting, where you then say you worked with the, um, let's say you wanted to be a public speaker and you went yeah. back and worked with the third grade self who was laughed at when she got up in front of the class to. Okay, okay. So then we would have her imagine herself up in front of an audience and them clapping for and excited and it going really well. So we would go from the past to the future after we've done the healing work on the past. So that's a
1: very, very brief. You you must go back to the foundation. Yes. Look at what um, that track energy might be in terms of experiences. Tap your way through it and then zip into the future. Look and see how that then ends up manifesting your feelings about the future situations that might be connected to it and see if there's anything to work with or just witness the, the healed self. Is that, is that a, a decent explanation? That's a
0: wonderful about? explanation, you got it. Oh,
1: thank you, I, I feel great. Yes, so it, <laughs>
0: it fits in very well with Dr. Joe Dispenza's work on meditation. So uh-huh. as I have become a student of Dr. Joe's, my work has transformed again, so that I still do tapping with people, I still work on healing the stuff from the past, but we spend a lot more time in the future visit visioning where they want to go becoming the identity of who they want to be so it's fabulous and wonderful
1: and i'm excited to be able to share it with people that is uh, amazing i just like to i know that you're going to talk a bit more about the emotional eating Mm -hmm. um because from what you said it looks like your own personal experience is one of the things that brought you to the work first of me obviously you had a, a resonation, you know, it resonated with you as as you came across the information, it resonated with you. And then you, you had some personal experiences that meant that you could identify with the workability of it and that's what pushed you to wanting to share it with other people. It, it does that sum up what brought you to the work or is there more to the story that you'd like to share?
0: Well, my short version of my own history with eating, weight, etc as I went on my first diet at thirteen and went on diet pills. And um, dieted my way up many pounds, meaning I don't know if you're familiar with that, dance. since it's not a issue you deal with, I'm assuming. But many times when people go on diets, they just gain back more. So uh, I would lose 10, gain back 15, lose 15, gain back 25.
1: Because it's, does that tie back to almost the... Um... The blueprint that you've got in your head which ends up being replicated in your reality because the blueprint's got programmed in there i've got you know i've got a weight issue regardless well, a, of what you yeah. do it ends up then it ends up manifesting and so you you'll go and you'll do your dieting uh, you'll do the exercise uh, you'll i don't know um drink the the herbal teas and the weight will come off but you'll end up going back to the blueprint that you've set right so even going to your work with the EFT um, effectively what you're doing is working on that blueprint you're looking at those pain points in the blueprint and tapping them away is that one way to look at it or well that's a, that's
0: a very interesting way of looking at it. I hadn't thought of it directly that way but that totally makes sense and I, I agree with that and there's a physiological component to it too of course um but I think you're right that your belief system has so much to do with it. That's why I work so much on helping people change their identity these days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That That is a big part of it. But anyway, my personal story is when my dad died from cancer in 1990 at 57 years old. I was 27 and mm-hmm. it rocked my world. And that's where my a little bit. little bit of overeating went out of control. And I gained mm. 35 pounds very quickly. Hmm. And it, I now see that as a gift, as crazy as it sounds, because, no, no, well, that is what led to my career today. I mean, the fact that my eating went so out of control and I started looking for answers. And I found some early help, support with Janine Roth's work and some of the other people doing work in the 90s. But it wasn't until I found. Excuse me. Until I found EFT, and then, quite frankly, deep meditation work. That I'm really Mm. making changes for myself. So, so yeah, I support my clients in loving and accepting themselves, and in healing traumas Mm. from the past, and in changing their lives. And by the way, that may mean weight loss, and it may not. It doesn't
1: always lead to weight loss. Of course, because isn't one of the most powerful things you can do. Uh, in terms of personal healing, it's just learning to accept yourself for who you are as you are right now, and then allowing that love for yourself to unfold beautifully in its own perfect way. So, for some people, it may be uh, you go from—I don't know how to do this in pounds—you <laughs> may go <laughs> from being unhappy with your, your your weight to having you know a ripped six-pack. It may just be a flat tummy, but being so happy with yourself that it doesn't really matter. Right about that part but still doing that in a way that's healthy and serves you um, in terms of your overall health. I'm not talking about people, you know, being grossly overweight and happily grossly overweight, but being unhealthy. So they're going to have a heart attack. I'm talking about being in a, a state of health and yet being in a state of happiness, which means that the aesthetics of what that health looks like don't have as much of a bearing on, on your identity or, 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 or how you look at yourself. Um,
0: well, that is one way to look at it, but, the way I look at it is many, especially women, this is more common for women than men, are sure. are waiting to live their lives. W-E-I-G-H-T, waiting to live their lives when they reach yeah. the magical number on the uh, scale. And so my purpose, goal, et cetera, is to help people to realize I can live my life now and I can start bringing my gifts, my original medicine, as uh, some indigenous people call it, my unique gifts and talents to the world and the way I am meant to serve. And usually along the way, excuse me, hang on a second. um, And along the way, the eating and the weight just change because you're a happier person. So you don't need five cookies or whatever. It's just you're living what you're meant to live and so everything of changes
1: you're in line with your authentic truth which is one thing that I'm re- it's one thing I really really pump. yes um, and I really do stress a lot for anyone that's seeing any of the answers I give on Cora um, listen to any of the other podcasts that have come out read anything from me it's all about living your, ident- your, your authentic truth and also doing what you're here to do and for some people like you're saying they're putting off bringing their gifts to the world, they're putting off living out their purpose, they're putting off finding or living out, executing their mission, because they're stuck in this loophole, this 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 loop, this pattern around, I will start as soon as I drop 20 pounds. Exactly. Then, they're not changing the blueprint, uh, and they're actually using this just to enforce the identity of who they are, to enforce this current blueprint, They don't end up making that change. They don't end up actually doing what they're supposed to do. And so they actually never end up getting to a a space of happiness, a space of joy, which can only come from being in, living in line with your authentic truth, from doing what you're here to do, living out your purpose. I love that. I I really, really do. Yes,
0: yes. So what we're saying is very much in a line with each other and totally agree with you.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, From you, someone that's uh, out there doing this and been doing it for so long, that feels really good considering that, Although I have had some of my own personal experience with EFt as we've uh, with EFT as we've discussed um, speaking to someone in depth that has such a monumental life changing story around EFT and is sharing it with people that means a lot mm-hmm. that really really does, it does. <clears throat> so just looking at um going back to your story because obviously you know you had the, the loss of a parent which is one of the most <laughs> tragic things anyone can deal with you know we are 50 we are we are combination of the DNA of our parents are losing that is almost losing a part of yourself so that must have been really 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 tough um
0: well let me add to the story Dan when sure. I so that happened in 1990 and as I mentioned yeah. I started really looking into how to deal with emotional eating and how to heal it mm-hmm. and I mentioned Janine Roth who's a big author in in the emotional eating world I had mm-hmm. gone to California in 1994 to a conference that Francie White did. And Francie was Janine's dietitian, her nutritionist that worked with her. Okay. And I went to this event and it was wonderful. And on the plane ride home, I was writing in my journal, I'm ready. I am so grateful. I feel like I've had this big shift. I am ready to make major changes. I'm so excited. And the very next morning, my mother passed away. Wow. The very next day from a heart attack, also at the age of 57.
1: So both parents, same age, same loss.
0: Yes. So it was was four years apart because they were four years difference in age.
1: But but the age was the same. um, Yes.
0: And so my mother was buried on my 32nd birthday. Wow. Yeah. Not fun. And mm-hmm. needless to say that all this thinking, I had it all worked out and I'm ready to go fell apart. I mean, I fell back mm-hmm. into grief and yeah. had a rough time uh, again. So it's been a, it's definitely been a journey. Um, yeah. So it wasn't until. Uh, 2012 that I started losing weight again and, uh, yeah. lost about, well, I've, I've lost about 40 pounds for my heaviest weight, which I don't know sure. what that is in kilos.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure people could do the, uh, do the math on their own. Yes. Yeah.
0: Anyway. And, and then life has happened since, uh, my sister recently passed away also at the age of 57, um, in June of 2017. So, I didn't fall as far this time. I yeah. I had a few days and then I was like, okay, I know how to deal with mm. this. I know how to use the tools I have now. And I was able to get through that one much quicker and easier. But, you know, mm. life will continue to happen. I've just had to learn to deal with it in healthier ways other than cramming everything down with food.
1: A bit, but some people do. Just looking at you know, spiritual practice, positive thinking, um, just doing things. A little bit off the beaten track. I think sometimes people lose sight of the fact that it's okay to grieve. I mean, I had um, I had a funeral not too long ago, um, and the it was a dear old lady from my parents' church who used to I used to sit next to most weeks, and she'd bring me a little sweet, and mm. she was a really dear woman to me. I didn't really have that close relationship with my grandparents because my ba- grandparents were both um, in Zimbabwe, so I, I my parents came to the UK in the seventies, so. I being born here, grew up here, didn't really have that close relationship with them. So she was as close as I had to a grandmother. Gotcha. Um and it was quite interesting because I was not in the country, um, and I was I was sitting in, in my I was sitting in the house and she came to my mind. I said, you know what, as soon as I'm back in the UK, I need to go and pay her a visit. My mum texted me a few hours later to say she passed away that afternoon. Mm. And it it, it it didn't hit me until we're actually you know putting the dust the dirt on her in the in, in the uh in the in the cemetery and I was in absolute tears bogey coming out of my nose and and I, it, uncontrollable tears and at first I was like you know I'm I'm not gonna cry you know I'm gonna be you know positive and it's like but sometimes you just need to have a little a little and there's nothing wrong with having a little cry oh absolutely not you hit you hit the right thing on the nose when you said you gave it a couple of days. Um, you didn't allow it to put you back into the pattern that you had before of going back into overeating. You dealt, you felt other ways to deal with it, but you still let the emotions flow. And I think sometimes people lose sight of the fact that you know emotions, it's energy motion and it's okay to let it out, but just be aware and don't let it go and do its own thing and, and sort of take control of you. Let it do its thing, but kind of um almost guide it so it doesn't go down a destructive path um
0: yeah i agree and the other thing is that emotions themselves only last i mean they're like waves so they only mm -hmm. last for i've heard 60 seconds to 90 seconds so if you just let yourself feel whatever you're feeling the sadness the loss the grief you will feel it intensely for a minute or two and then that Mm -hmm. will subside and yes, mm. it will come back, but it won't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to take over your life. What really takes over your life is when you try to avoid it. So I totally agree mm. with you about letting yourself feel it and just mm. let it be.
1: It's I part it. of life. Of course. Life, Of course, it's part of the cycle. Um, I mean, I, I wrote a section about that in, um, in Stepping Beyond Intention when we look at acceptance, I mean, everything that we're talking about today really fits into the clearing section of the paradigm, which is just dealing with allowing things, loving yourself and clearing almost the judgment around what is mm. because when you get from acceptance to clearing, acceptance, you're saying, okay, this is my reality. Uh, this is my script. This is my movie. Um, this is my blueprint. And regardless of anything, at the end of the day the ultimate responsibility for this script and then the ensuing reality is mine so that's step one yes and when you step past that you then get to the point where it's okay you've accepted everything and then you're looking at everything that you've accepted and you're like oh my goodness so I can't blame my mum for that I can't blame my boss for that I can't blame my spouse I can't blame my sibling I have to deal with it and sometimes you can get into a pattern of guilt sometimes you can get into a pattern of of self-blame but it's more important to just get into a habit of just accepting responsibility without actually doing it um in a self-deprecating self-deprecating way but for me one of the tools which is why it's so interesting that uh, that you sort of popped up on the radar when I was looking for people to to spend some time with on this podcast is that one of the tools that I actually had put in the encyclopedia of that book which um people will to be able to get a bit later in the year is EFT mm. um principally because of my own experience with it and just the fact that when you're in a state or uh, when you get into a stuck state a lot of the time it is the energy that you've got associated with the situation the people place or thing that ends up keeping you stuck in that state and tapping I've just found to be such a powerful tool even if it's just giving you that 30 second break away from the feeling to be able to sort of catch yourself and say oh oh my god I'm falling back into a pattern of eating oh my god I'm self-blaming oh my god I'm doing Right. Just to give yourself that breathing space, that um, that space to 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 step out of it mm-hmm. and, and step beyond it. Um,
0: yeah, I really like the way that Nick Ortner, who wrote the book The Tapping Solution, and he's mm-hmm. a big part of uh, the Tapping World Summit, et cetera. Um, he puts what we do with tapping into three C's, and that mm-hmm. is calm, clear, and create. So, what you wow. were talking about is the calming part that it lowers your cortisol level. So you literally calm yourself with tapping within seconds, you know, a minute or two at the most. Yeah. So there's the calming part. And then you do the clearing work, which when I work with clients is to heal uh, traumas from the past, but it can be Mm -hmm. clearing what you're talking about. It can be the negative thoughts in the moment. It can be whatever's holding you back right then, or the anger or whatever's going on. And then the third part is the creating. Once you've cleared that, you can think more clearly and you can create what you want to create
1: in your life. Of course, of course. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm actually going to speak to you again after this because I think I would like you to actually do some contribution to the encyclopedia section on EFT in the book. Okay. I'll, I'll speak to you about that offline. But I'm, I just really like the conciseness with which you're delivering the content. I love the fact that your personal story gives you such a, an insight into it and how people can use it in some different applications. Mm-hmm. So I'll speak to you about the other, but speaking about applications, I'm gonna come back to you about breakthroughs, but just speaking about applications, we spoken about emotional eating. In your example, when you spoke about um, matrix imprinting and, and going back into the past, you spoke about public speaking. So we're looking at um, fear of standing in front of people. What are some other interesting applications that, that you would say that people can look to EFT for being um, really quite useful for?
0: That's a great question. So one of the things that EFT is really good for is phobias. Okay. So one of the most famous people who's used this for a phobia is Whoopi Goldberg healed her fear of flying with EFT. Wow. wow. And phobias are generally pretty quick and easy. I mean, Ooh. I worked with someone on a snake phobia and it was gone in one session. So that's wow. pretty typical that it phobias can be done pretty quickly. Um, definitely for healing traumas. The research is Mm -hmm. showing that it's extremely effective for PTSD. So um, those are some of the favorites. Uh, Test anxiety. Um, uh, I mentioned cravings. So you can end a craving very quickly. And one thing I'm trying to learn more about now is how well does it work with drug addiction? So that's just something I'm, beginning to learn a little bit about because i know you can stop food cravings very quickly i'm not sure how effective it is for people with a drug addiction so kind of looking learning that, about that yeah about. keep me definitely
1: keep me posted okay. on that and um maybe we can um, do another session on that once you've got some findings and some research on it. okay i think that'd be really interesting for people to share on that. okay um just going back to your your breakthroughs talking about breakthroughs. so obviously i mean when i did the eft god how many years ago is that um Two thousand and three, two thousand and four. So what's that? Fourteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Fourteen years ago. Um, my the, the therapist that I was working with at the time, she didn't really appear to have that much of a personal story. Okay. Actually, quite funny how I ended up coming to EFT. Um, the girl I was dating at the time had really bad panic attacks, and we'd actually gone to see this therapist primarily for her. Uh-huh. And I ended up just having a, I was having a. Um, just some performance, um, performance coaching with with the same therapist and EFT just ended up getting involved in that um, because uh, my friend at the time she told me oh she was having such amazing breakthroughs with the the tapping that I ended up asking the therapist to involve in my sessions. But with you, you actually have a really powerful, really powerful personal story would you say, and I don't really want to get into the scene of comparing, oh, you know, somebody's situation to somebody else's situation. But just looking in terms of magnitude of breakthrough, would you class yourself as one of the biggest breakthroughs you've seen? Or would you say there's been other breakthroughs that you've seen in the work with your clients that um, that resonate a bit more?
0: Huh, that's an interesting question. I hadn't thought of it that way before. Um, hmm. I'm not sure how to answer that because I've definitely had clients who've had major breakthroughs, major life changes. Mm. So what comparing myself to them, I don't know. We kind of always belittle our own stories or, or it feels that way to me. Yeah, no, I agree um, with you. So I'm not sure. I, but, but I That's am really blessed to see transformations on a regular basis. And one of the funny things about EFT, Dan, you may or may not be aware of this, is what's called the apex effect. And what that means is somebody forgets they had the problem. So the person that I train with always records every session because she wants her clients to see um, five minutes ago, this was a major issue for you. You were really angry with your dad about whatever (laughs) And now you're saying, I love my dad. I'm not angry with my dad. What are you talking about? So that happens very fast in EFT on a regular basis that people will Mm. totally shift a belief um, so much that they don't even believe they had the belief that they had. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, no, I get you. It's almost like. The, the work is so effective mm-hmm. <laughs> that all of the emotional charge that was attached to the memory sort of just ends up dissipating, and there's nothing left of it to recognise. Exactly. Uh, so you just end up you end up completely dissolved in the present where it no longer exists. But then you don't actually have the basis on which to make the comparison. So I completely get that. Yes, I do get that. I do get that. I do get that. Um, right. I really want to is this something that has to be done in person is it that something people can sort of get some groundwork in on themselves can they start learning about it online how does what's the best in your opinion obviously this is your work this is what you share this is what you do but do you recommend people really find a practitioner that they can meet in person can this be something that's done on you know on zoom or skype and stuff like how how, how would you recommend that people that feel that they can get something from EFT, go about really uh, moving forward with
0: it? Great question. So first of all, no, you do not have to be in person. And the majority of my clients are by phone or Skype. So it can be just by phone. We don't even have to see each other. I and I really like that when I'm working with someone, say, who's had sexual abuse or some other major trauma that would be. And they want some privacy. Yes, exactly. Course, so for them to be in their own home, in their own safe space, safe space. Exactly. Yes. of course. And I see my job as holding sacred space for them to do their own work. Mm. So that's so it doesn't, you don't have to be with someone, but I, but you brought up something more important and that is how people can use it. So this is my analogy. And so I hope this works for you. You brush your teeth on a regular basis. I mean, most people brush their teeth at least once a day, if not twice a day or three times a day. To me, that's how I see doing self-care with EFT. It is something that Mm. you can do on your own. You can learn it on YouTube. I have my own YouTube channel and there's thousands of others I mean there are many many YouTube videos on how to tap or how to do EFT so you can learn it just for yourself right now for free and you can use it for yourself Um, but the the um, YouTube videos so like if you were to tap along with someone who does a lot so Brad Yates is an example of someone who has tons of YouTube videos I see that as kind of like going to get your teeth cleaned at the dentist it's better than just brushing your teeth you get more out of it and it's very mm-hmm. helpful so you can get of something course. out of youtube videos for free and i would say yeah. if you do that use your own words in other words yes. whatever they're saying just switch it to your own words course, but but if you have major healing that like you needed a root canal or a cavity filled or whatever you would go to the dentist
1: go you to would
0: the you dentist. right and that's how I see working with an EFT practitioner. So if you have major traumas from the past that, that you just haven't made any headway on on your own, then hire a practitioner and go through the work. And by the way, Dan, EFT sessions are meant to be short term. In other mm. words, when people go to a therapist to do cognitive behavioral therapy or whatever, it's usually months or years. Yeah, um, I've, I've had that for my Asperger's. Exactly. Yeah. Time. It could yeah. be, I've worked with people who've been seeing a therapist for 10 years, 12 years, yeah. 15 years, whatever. EFT is meant to be much shorter. I generally work with my clients three months, six months, the longest two years. Mm-hmm. And the person I'm thinking over two years lost 50 pounds while she was with me. And wow. made some other major changes in her life. So it is meant to be where I'm helping to empower you to help you learn to use it for yourself and to use it with your other self-care tools so that you're not hooked on or whatever. I mean, I don't want to be anybody's guru. I'm just here to support (laughs) you until you've got it for yourself, till you've healed what you need to heal. Did I answer your question?
1: That is, I mean, one of the things, your energy is so lovely. Um, There's a genuineness to that. For some some people, they're looking at this as a business, they'll be thinking, oh, you know, I'm gonna maximize keeping people on as long as possible. But it's refreshing, I think, and just adds a testament to you as a person that actually, no, your objective is for people to be empowered to go and do it by themselves. Um, Sharing your gift in that way, I think not just from a uh, letting go with the financial benefits, just from a a life value kickback that you're getting from that, I think it will resonate a a lot further. And the fact that you're adding a positive juice to the world as a whole and having more people healed helps the world as a whole, right? If we've got a million people who are suffering and, you know, three or four hundred thousand of those can help themselves and the other, you know, five, six hundred thousand could deal with a little bit of a kick, it's better for the world as a whole that as many of them as possible are just, even if it's just some groundwork, you know, whether someone jumps on YouTube. Does a bit of groundwork just to get through a, an immediate situation, but then looks to a practitioner to get out that root canal situation, to get right. that um, that deep cavity, or pull out that wisdom tooth. No, that's um, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with the with the listeners today?
0: Well, I want to know if we can do a little tapping together.
1: Oh, let's do it.
0: Yeah. All right. Come. So let me give you a quick lesson. I know you know how to do it, but your listeners may not. Okay. All right. So in EFT or tapping, we generally do what's called a setup phrase. And the setup phrase usually goes something like, even though whatever you want to tap on, even though I'm so angry with my boss, even though I really want this chocolate chip cookie right now, even though I can't believe that car just pulled out in front of me. Whatever it is. And then you end it with a positive statement, which is usually something like, I love and accept myself, or I'm yeah. okay, or I yeah. deeply and completely love and accept myself, or I accept these feelings. So you're okay. saying, even though I've got this issue, I'm still okay. I still love and okay. accept myself. And I we generally, well, okay, you can think of, I do want you to think of one, but let's, let me finish explaining how to do it. And then right, to we'll, it. Sorry. And then we'll get into doing it. Yeah. And while we're doing the setup phrase, which we usually do three times, which, by the way, let me tell your listeners, if they go to my website, yourtappingjourney.com, there is a page that says, what is EFT? And there's a short video of how to do it. And there's also a PDF if you want to print a little handout on it.
1: Actually, well, we're going to put that in the description for the okay. podcast as well. All right, we great. It, we're okay. Gonna, we're going to give people that information.
0: Okay. So on the side of the hand, what used to be called the karate chop point, so it's right below the pinky finger on the side, you start lightly tapping there with the other hand when you're doing that setup phrase. So even though whatever, and we're going to do this together in a minute. Sure. And then I like to take a deep breath before we do a round of tapping. Um, most practitioners don't teach it that way, but I've just found I like doing it that way. So I start on what's called the eyebrow point, which is right between the eyes. And I tell people it's the Botox point. So they kind of get a clue of what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. And you just take two fingers on whichever hand. Most people do it with their dominant hand and you just lightly tap there. So these are meridian end points that I'm pointing out. They're the same ones used in acupuncture and acupressure.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Excuse me. So you're just lightly tapping there and we do a reminder phrase. So let's just say you're saying, I'm feeling stressed out. I'm just going to be real general. Then you would just say, I'm feeling stressed out or all this stress. And so our next point is the side of the eye and it's right on the bone on the side of the eye. And the next one is under the eye. And we're still right on the bone so there's three points around the eye the between the eyebrows is called the eyebrow point then the side of the eye and under the eye
1: gotcha
0: the next point is under the nose and then the one after that is called the chin but it's actually the little cleft between or the little whatever you want to call that indention between the lip and the chin yep and again, you're just lightly tapping while we do the reminder phrase that we're going to do when we do this. And the next one is called the collarbone point. And you find your collarbone on both sides or either side. So um, I'm sitting here doing it, trying to think how to explain where I am. Um, so just just at the bottom of your neck. Um, yeah. And then you go down an inch and out an inch, so that you're a little bit closer to the shoulders right below the collarbone. So I guess that'd be a couple millimeters, uh, thinking millimeters instead of inches. And then the next one is called the underarm point. And for women, that's the bottom of the bra line. For men, that would be four to five inches. So again, got to think in millimeters. I don't know what
1: that is. Um. Inches is fine, inches is fine, we'll go international distance. (laughs)
0: All right. And then the last one is the top of the head. That's the governing meridian. And it's just right on the crown of the head.
1: Great.
0: And then the way we test how we're doing is that we usually do what's called a SUDS level. It's just zero to 10. So if we were going to do, I am so stressed out, I would ask you, so zero to 10, how stressed are you? And you might say eight. So we yep. would do a round and I'd have you take another deep breath and then I'd have you check in again with, okay, where is it now? And so that's a very general description of how to do EFT.
1: But of course you did say that there's a PDF document on your website that's got some images and stuff and there's, yes. the, there's the video on your website and we're going to direct people to that. So anyone who's had, who's um, had a bit of difficulty keeping up with the audio of the description, um, don't stress. Don't fret. Just listen along. Um, get as close as you can. if you're doing this while you're listening along with the uh, with the uh, the exercise we're going to do now. But do 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 go and have a look at the website. Download that information and get some information for yourself. And we'll have that in the description for you to be able to do that.
0: Okay. So Dan, did you come up with something you want to tap on? That's I
1: do actually have one. Okay. Um, I do have one. It's quite funny. Uh, I've actually I'm not out of horribly out of shape but i did have a shoulder injury last year that meant that i wasn't training in my normal regularity because i'm quite fortunate i don't really have to sort of watch my eating that much to stay in pretty decent shape but that's because i've always been active but i've not been active and i had a picture where you know the tummy was kind of out over the 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 trousers a little bit and i've I've been a bit funny since then (laughs) okay (laughs) with my midriff but i think it's just midlife midlife hang on so I'm on a, a bit of a health kick at the moment, but I do kind of have those days, and I'm like, "What's the point?" You know, I'm I'm in my mid-thirties now. This is it. You know, I've got my daddy gut. Let me just accept it. So, I'm working on that, but I do find myself getting a bit stuck. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work with that. I think. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna work with that. today.
0: Okay. So what is the main emotion around this? Is it frustration, disappointment? What What's the feeling around it?
1: I'd say it's impatience. Impatience. Because really. okay. I, I I know that if I just stick at it in time the change will come right yes but because i want it now i want it now i end up using that as the excuse Mm -hmm. i want it now it's not happening now i'm gonna bother um i don't know if you hear anything else maybe i'm using that to hide something like i'm 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 in your in your hands right now
0: okay so we're just going to do a round or two as a demo for people to just get an idea of what this is if if we were really working on this then yes we would go way more in depth and more specific and okay. uh, would really do some clearing and, and major work. And by the way, you mentioned your shoulder pain. I forgot to mention that EFT is wonderful for physical pain. So I apologize. Really? I forgot to mention that. Yes, a lot of people use it for okay. physical pain. So Oh, wicked. well, yes.
1: people can mention about that on your website as well.
0: Um, that is not an area that I specialize in. So
1: they probably want to go to Make YouTube. Awesome YouTube
0: yeah, to Take put to in. Yeah okay
1: all right so for the purpose of this i'm gonna say that I'm, I'm i'm happy even though i'm unhappy with my my shape my body shape right now okay. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna work with that one
0: okay that is perfect because a lot of people can definitely identify with that so everyone sure. listening i will i hope you and do tapping with us Yep. it's called borrowing benefits you can definitely So right now, Dan, 0 to 10, how unhappy are you with your current body shape? 10 being extremely unhappy. Zero is, what are you talking about? I'm fine. Seven. Okay. So let's go to the side of the hand and just start tapping. And I'm going to ask you to take a deep breath. And And repeating after me, even though I am unhappy with my current body shape,
1: even though I'm unhappy with my current body shape
0: I love and accept myself anyway
1: I love and accept myself anyway
0: So even though I am unhappy with my current body shape
1: even though I'm unhappy with my current body shape
0: and I'm impatient for it to change and
1: I'm impatient for it to change
0: I love and accept where I am anyway
1: I love and accept where I am anyway
0: So even though I am currently unhappy with my body shape.
1: Even though currently I am unhappy with my body shape.
0: I'm open to the
1: possibility. I'm open to the possibility.
0: Yes. Oops, are you still there?
1: I'm I'm open to the possibility.
0: Okay, that I can change this. That
1: I can change this.
0: Okay. All right, take a deep breath. And lightly tapping on the eye- eyebrow point. I'm unhappy with my body shape. I'm unhappy with my body shape. Side of the eye. And I'm impatient for it to change. And I'm impatient for it to change. Under the eye. I'm just not happy with where I am. I'm just not happy with where I am. Under the nose. Not happy with my body shape. I'm not happy with my body shape. Chin, not happy with my body shape today. Not happy with my body shape today. Collarbone, and I'm impatient for it to change. And
1: I'm impatient for it to change.
0: Under the arm, not happy with where I am. Not
1: happy with where I am.
0: Top of the head, and I'm impatient for it to change.
1: And I'm impatient for it to change.
0: And I'm choosing to love and accept myself anyway.
1: And I'm choosing to love and accept myself anyway.
0: All right, Dan, take a deep breath. And just check back in with that number, zero to 10, where you are right now.
1: Honestly, I, I really do feel a shift down to like a four right now. In fact, I feel like Beautiful. I'm to the gym after this. Cool i'm just gonna i
0: love that cool all right so let's do one more round we're going to do a positive round and and just want to remind everybody that this is a demo that we would be doing much more if we were
1: doing this for real yeah a lot more background let's get to the root of it okay
0: yep Yep. so going to the side of the hand so even though i'm still unhappy with my
1: body shape today even though i'm still unhappy with my body shape today
0: the intensity has decreased
1: the intensity has decreased
0: and I'm open to the idea
1: and I'm open to the idea
0: that I can make some changes and change my body shape.
1: So I can make some changes and change my body shape.
0: All right, we're going to go ahead and go around the points. So going back to the eyebrow,
1: yeah.
0: I think I'll go to the gym.
1: I think I'll go to the gym
0: side of the eye. I can change this.
1: I can change this
0: under the eye. I don't have to stay stuck.
1: I don't have to stay stuck.
0: Under the nose. I'm feeling hopeful.
1: I'm feeling hopeful.
0: Chin. I really can make changes.
1: I really can make changes.
0: Collarbone. I'm taking my power back.
1: I'm taking my power back.
0: Under the arm. I can change my body.
1: I can change my body.
0: Top of the head. And I am so grateful for this ability.
1: And I'm so grateful for this ability.
0: All right. So take one more deep breath. And check back in with where that number is now.
1: I feel like a bit silly for making such a big thing out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I go to the gym and I, 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 I know that if I just even 20 minutes a day, you know, a few sessions a week, it might take time, but I'll get there. It's not really that big a deal.
0: Yes. So you're going to have to let your listeners know how that goes. Yes. You. I'm going to tweet about so, that this week. Perfect. <laughs> tweet about it. So thank you so much for playing with me and let me do a demo <laughs> with you so that people can get it. Thank you. Yeah. And the thing about EFT, I don't understand how it works, to be honest, mm. but it really does help to rewire your brain. And it does change things amazingly fast. So not everything is as fast as a couple rounds and done, mm-hmm. but it is cha- it does really um, just change your life. Yeah. So,
1: well, you're a living yeah. testament to it. I've personally had experience with it. I know people out there have had and some people are going to go and do some research into this and have some breakthroughs for themselves as well. So thank you so much for your time and energy this morning. Love, 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 love to you. Um, where can people get hold of you? Um, we're going to put it in the description, but just give a quick shout out to your uh, your social media. Can they find you on Facebook okay. or website?
0: Yes. So yourtappingjourney.com is my website. There's a couple free things you can get there. You can get my ebook, Seven Keys. Oh, I can't remember the exact title. <laughs> it's funny. Seven Keys to Loving and Accepting Your Body, but that's not exactly the correct title. It's around those. But it's, a, it's around those words. Yeah, yeah, it's a very short little ebook. Yeah. So I hope people will grab that. And I believe five days to self-love is there too, which is where you get an email for five days that includes video tapping and meditation. Oh, and they're all about five minutes long. So it's meant to be five days, five minutes um, to help you get started on your journey to loving and accepting yourself even more.
1: Amazing, amazing.
0: So some freebie stuff there. And yes, I have a group on Facebook called a journey to self-love that I would love for people to join and to be honest, I'm pretty slack on Twitter and Instagram. So Facebook is where I'm most active. That's absolutely fine. That's absolutely fine.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you again. My love to you. Have an amazing day. And uh, thank you for listening. All right. The- yes, the- thank
0: you so much for having me. And uh, same to you. I hope you have a wonderful you day. Okay. Bye bye.